Well, he's low and he's only in one, but I hear you guys loud enough hey, in both headphones. Wow. Interesting. So, I was going to replace him, but I guess I don't need to. I just maybe not talk to Alan. I don't know. Well, let's go over what we what we got going on tonight. We've got we've got a kind of joint uh, weekend review we're going to do. This is which will be interesting and fun. <laughs> what, what, you, what are you Sorry. doing? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you look beautiful. Thank hey. you. Thank Everything's you. Place. Look. We're gonna do that. Um, let's see. After that, we're gonna do bios of, of our guests. Mm -hmm. And um I I will do Miss Shauna, you can do Miss Allison, uh Victoria, we'll do that and um get our get our break in and uh Ruth will will get us started. We got a good man, we got a good book to talk about tonight. Oh yep. yeah. You know this. This one will be easy. It's always good when, when we can say get the book and mean get the book. So I'm yeah. we priming and prepping to make that statement tonight. <laughs> uh -huh. It's gonna be it's gonna be wonderful, wonderful. And I I'm 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 excited too about our our weekend review. We don't usually do a joint weekend review. I know, I know Ruth has something in particular that. She <laughs> want to share with us milestone it's a milestone as a parent yeah <laughs> we'll see how that goes i don't know that i have anything at the when we get ready to start i don't know i usually don't think i have anything in the end oh, we always find something to talk about that's yes. uh -huh. so we'll, we could always talk that's one thing about us <laughs> we will get that together and and um let me see i don't think i i have anything I don't think I have anything. All else. right, everybody, are we ready? Yeah, yeah we are ready. We All certainly right. are. So Let, uh, let's go. Do it. Talk to you later. Well, good eat. Hello, hello. Oh, we're we're back, Miss Victoria. Victoria. <laughs> I love music. Good it takes me someplace. Welcome, to, welcome to the craziness of when when life speaks of authors up. This is gonna be a wild Sunday, but it's gonna be a good one. <laughs> And I'm so glad that those who are joining us are, get, are coming in, coming in. Hey there, Miss Linda Cooks. Glad to have you with us tonight here on Authors Up. I'm, of course, Andrea L. Hines. We got Ruth E. Griffin and Victoria E. Henderson, um, co-hosts, and, and we are we are excited about the program that we have tonight. Hey, Christina, good evening to you. Glad to have you. Glad to have you. 
we got a special, special night. I keep saying that because this is kind of different for us, the way that, that things are going to go tonight, because we, um, we, we are talking about a book that has co-authors, and we don't always get to do that. So um, we've done it with uh, some of our children's books, but never with a book like this. So we are really, really excited to do that. Hey, Francina, good evening to you. Welcome to Authors Up tonight. And we are going to go ahead and get started. We're going to start a little differently. We usually have our individual uh, week in review, but tonight is kind of a collaborative effort because we were we were all together and at one point doing something, and then uh, we are participating in the journaling challenge that we've got. But Ruth got a little little something, little something, something. Come on, Ruth, what you got? <laughs> so uh, my daughter is in her uh, last year of college. She's up in uh, Virginia, and this weekend she came by and brought her boyfriend over for us to meet i know right it's a milestone so it's um uh i'm not gonna embarrass anybody i'm not gonna embarrass anybody but he was a very very nice young man and mom and dad approve be special for her to bring him home right um i think it was more guilt because she called us she texted us like a few weeks ago and she was like well like, are you guys open? You know, are you guys available this week? And I'm like, yeah, sure. What, what's going on? She's like, well, I was thinking maybe I should bring him by. And I'm like, well, what's for this on? She's like, well, I've already made, met his mom like three times. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, guilt. it was guilt. And he kept saying, you know, because we took him to church with us this morning and he kept saying, oh, it's so nice to finally meet you. So nice to finally meet you. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, so nice. He sounds so, like a good guy. He's a kid. Yeah, yeah, he is. He I is. Just, I just want to cry, though. I just want to cry. <laughs> yes, and that's my baby. That's my baby. <laughs> Victoria, I'm trying to find a category that won't make you cry. And I <laughs> there is none. Cannot, I cannot find one. There but is I'm none. Keep looking. I'm going to keep looking. You didn't, you didn't have a, a, a special thing that you that you wanted to to chat about. Um, so I'm going to, I, I didn't have anything special either. Like I said, one of the special things that that uh, kind of came into our our weekend review, and I don't know that we talked about it much last I don't think so. We did not. Um, but Paula, mm -hmm. Paula Obi, our winner of our uh, From Concept to Completion contest, uh, had her book signing last week, yeah. and it was absolutely fabulous. Yeah. It yes, was really, really wonderful. Uh, we had a great, you know, she had a great turnout. Um, yeah. And um, she, of course, was signing books and we were eating food and she had an opportunity to share some things about her writing journey and everything. And it was, it was just, it was her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. Yeah. That's the best it way was, to describe it. Yeah, it was her. Just exquisite colors, the decorations, I mean, from top to bottom. Beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful afternoon. So so we were all there uh, to support her as we have supported her through her entire writing journey. So we were we were glad to do that, glad to be there. And she gave us special gifts and things that, that we yeah. would keep and remember uh, forever because it was just good. Right. It was really, really good. But I agree. Monday, Monday, we started 
we started something else. Hey, Angie. Oh, good to have you tonight. Glad to have you. Um, uh, and Angie's a part of, of what, uh, what we got started on Monday. We started our uh, journaling challenge. There were mm-hmm. some people who had expressed an interest in journaling and said, you know, I want to do it, but I don't know how to start. And I don't think I'll finish and I don't do it all the time and blah, blah, blah. So we decided to come up with a, with a journaling challenge and, and have some different components that would allow those who wanted to participate just a little push and some inspiration and things like that. Talk, talk a little bit about it, Ruth, because you did some phenomenal stuff last week to help with the challenge. I was, I really liked what you did. What'd you do? Yes. Um, so we sent out, because um, I mean, it's getting started on any new um, adventure always needs a little extra push, a little extra encouragement. So that's what we did. We put some graphics together, put an email together, and every day our participants got a little um, morning push. Say, hey, you know, you can do it today. You can journal today. You know, and that oftentimes that's, that's you know, life, you get started, you jump out of bed five minutes later than you intended to, you're sitting in traffic longer, and that journaling goes by the wayside. But Really, we, you know, the reason it's four weeks is to get you in that habit. And if you're able to do it every day, you've got it. So, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have any of those quotes? Uh, not on okay. me at the moment. Okay. Okay. But we were able to, so, I mean, you guys put some quotes together. We were able to find, so you, you guys know how much I love quotes. I will find yes. something in a heart. Found such good ones. I yes, like, like the ones that you found. So somewhere in the show, if you happen to stumble, okay, <laughs> okay, and can share a couple with us before we get off the air, that that would be that sure. would be nice. But who who did we have participating? Uh, we had um, uh, some of our uh, usuals, um, Miss Linda and Angela and Leah. Um, we had a young lady that we met at Paula signing and she was, she joined us for the show and just said, Hey, I want to join in on the challenge as well. um, And we've had some uh, good engagement during the week. Uh, Several folks, you know, emailed back and said, Hey, thanks for the encouragement. This is what I did today. So I think overall it's been, it was a good first week. Yeah, I think it, I think it was. And and the dates uh, went from the 20th of, uh, February. February. And I think it goes through the 19th. Yes, of March. The 19th of March. So, you know, we we, we want to keep at it and and keep going strong. And I I I did um it was easier than I thought. Mm-hmm. And it was easier than I thought because of what Ruth had prepped us with in the beginning, which was understanding the different types of journaling. Yeah. Right. So I was able to kind of mix and match what I was doing. I did some list journaling and I did some some kind of what's on your mind journaling and I did my, um, some prayer journaling as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I was able to, you know, to cover, cover. And I was, I was glad about that. And I kind of look forward to, to, to the quotes in the morning. Good. To get that extra push. So we thank you for that. Thank you. you. I, I like the quotes too. And I, I thank you, Ruth. And I, I told you too, I liked how you did them and how you sent them out. And I found myself saving them. I said, I'm going to send them out on our author's up page too, because it was really nice. And I think it's really, really good um, thoughts and quotes to just encourage people 
writing in general. And yes. I did I did some um I've been thinking about this today and uh and then I did some dear God, I'm thinking about this and um um, I got to do this today. So I think I ended up doing maybe about three different kinds of journaling yeah. the way we talked about as well. It wasn't just one kind. Sure. So that was different for me. I liked having that choice. And I think that, I think the folks who participated kind of liked it too. So that, mm -hmm. that was a good thing. That was a good thing. And that's kind of, yeah. kind of where we were last week. You got something else? Ruth? Yeah. I was going to say, if we have any listeners now who would like to join in. Okay. Never to start with everybody. Yes, so just shoot us an email so I can add you to the distribution list and it just, we'll go from there. Authors up send, at gmail send to authors up at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> and that and that will be great. And that what was the what was going on with the week. And mm -hmm. now we're gonna talk about what's going on tonight. And we have two beautiful authors with us who have written an amazing, and when I say amazing, I mean an amazing book. And I'm gonna talk to you about one and Victoria is gonna talk to you about our other author. Uh, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about Shauna Jones Edwards. She's a former corporate lawyer, now working in diversity, equity and inclusion and talent management for an international law firm. She has a BA in literature from Harvard College and a JD from NYU School of Law. She is a native Louisianian, I hope I got it right, raised <laughs> and currently lives in Harlem with her husband. And The Thread Collectors is her first novel. All right. Yeah. Allison Richmond is the USA Today and number one international best-selling author of several historical novels, including The Velvet Hours, The Garden, the Garden of Letters, and then The Lost Wife. And that one is currently in development for a major motion picture. I'm looking forward to that. Allison graduated from West Wellesley, Wesley, Wellesley College with a degree in art history and Japanese studies. Wow, she's gonna have to talk some Japanese for us. She is an accomplished painter. <laughs> and her novels actually combine her deep love of art, historical research, and travel. Allison's novels have been published in 25 languages and have reached bestseller lists, both in the United States and abroad. She currently lives in Long Island with her husband, and two children, where she is at work on her next novel. I really am excited for these authors as well. Love the book. So after we um, have a break, we'll be right back with our authors of The Thread Collectors.
what? We got a full house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Shauna Allison. Thank you for having us. Oh, well, we are happy to have you on there. Um, we had the opportunity to sit at a local signing and we were just awed by your book, by your presentation, your collaboration. And we are just happy that you took our invitation and decided to come on our show. Thank you. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Victoria. <laughs> so normally we just have one author we go back and forth uh you guys can decide who answers what or what in that order i'll let you do that unless we have a specific question for you but why don't you tell us about your book the thread collectors sure well i'm happy to jump in so in the thread collectors you're going to meet two couples a black couple and a jewish couple the black couple is comprised of stella she is living in New Orleans, she is enslaved, and she is secretly making embroidered maps to help enslaved men flee to join the Union Army. She's in love with William. He is a brilliant flute player, and he decides he's gonna get up, he's gonna run, right? He runs to join the Union Army. And on the battlefield, he meets Jacob Kling, and Jacob is a Jewish soldier, also a great musician, and these men become friends. Jacob's been encouraged to join the, um, the Union Army by his fiery abolitionist wife, Lily. She's up in New York and she's doing some sewing of her own. She is in a quilting circle and they're selling the quilts to fund the Union Army cause. And they're also sending the quilts down south for comfort. So we have these four characters whose lives intertwine, but it's really these two musicians, the two men's friendship even though they come from different faiths, different backgrounds, different heritages, different races, that really opens up the novel. Awesome, awesome. Now, the way you describe that, I feel like there's a little bit of uh, Allison and Shauna in there as well. So, how did you? How did you? How did you? How did I do? We're going to work together as well. Well, uh, Shauna and I have been friends for over a decade. And um, the first time I met Shauna, actually, it was actually in Las Vegas. We met um, online at a cocktail reception. And it was, you know, I was letting every man cut in front of me and he came over and said, why are you letting every man cut in front of you? And I like your dress. And basically, as soon as we, we met, it was this instant, like, you know, Shauna pointing out the, you know, some sort of social injustice and then our mutual sort of love of pretty things, which I think if you look at the thread collectors in a funny way, there's like those things. We have the threads of the dresses and then we also have the injustice of what's happening historically at that time in the fight for freedom. But on that first time I met Shauna and she realized that I wasn't an attorney because it was a uh, corporate attorney reception, I'm married to an, uh, an attorney, she revealed that she had been you know, a literature major at college and that she always dreamt of writing no a novel. And you know, I was already probably had written four novels at that time. And so in our friendship, that sort of, you know, from that moment we met, our, like we had this bond of books, of this you know, love of literature. And you know, flash forward into 2020, and we basically, came together to write something in a time when the world felt so fragile from COVID, but also so broken of what happened, you know, you know, everyone witnessing the brutal murder of George Floyd and this reckoning of we were at a very broken, fractured time in, in America and this reckoning to do something, pulling from our roots and our heritages to make something beautiful where, yes, you could read it and say there's a little of Shauna and there's a little of Allison um, and there's a whole lot of history. 
but it would become a book that was a testament to friendship and finding light in darkness. I think that's really the, you know, the crux of what this book is about. And I love it, Ruth, that you said that you see a little of us in it, because I think there's probably a lot of us in it, even though say it takes place, you know, over a hundred um, years ago, but it's, it's a very personal book for us. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the, um, and, and this was part of what drew me to the book itself was your collaboration with it. You know, it is, I'm not going to say it's not often that we see, you know, two women, two different backgrounds, two different voices, you know, you have a woman of color and a woman not. So it's just, you know, how, how do you collaborate? How do you decide who says what, how, you know, how, where the story goes, how, how did that work for you? Absolutely. So I think some people can look at the book and assume that I wrote all of the black characters and then Allison wrote all the white Jewish characters, but that is not the way we wanted to do it. I think from our very first writing day, which happened to be on Juneteenth, that was the first day I had off from work, but it turns out to be like a really poignant day when we yeah. look back at the writing process. We decided that if our intent was to build something, to build bridges, to really explore these journeys and our heritages and also learn something ourselves through the process, we needed to basically write every word together, yeah. which we did, you know? So every Sunday night, roundabout, a little bit earlier than this, but you know, we go on a couple hours. So we're used to being together on a Sunday night. We would sit together and we would dream of what would happen over the next two to three chapters. Wow. And then I have a day job, Allison. She is a full-time successful author. She would take the first pass and um, she beautifully describes it based on her art background. It's like a wire armature. If you're a sculptor, you know, she would put something together and she'd put a layer of clay on it. We used a Google doc. Neither one of us is very technology driven. So we say Google doc, like it's like this magical thing. And people are like, yeah, it's just a Google doc, calm down. <laughs> but we use a Google doc and then she would call me and she would say it's up. And then I would go in and I would embellish and embroider and mm -hmm. she would do some more. And that way we would come together unshape the story. But the other great thing about the Google Doc is even when we couldn't be together, we could have a conversation and we could leave notes. So mm -hmm. there are undoubtedly going to be times where we're seeing things through a different lens, right? You read words differently depending on your heritage and how mm -hmm. those words have been used for or against you. Mm -hmm. And we really did promise each other that we would take the time to have the difficult conversations about words, about character development, about things that might be read stereotypically when we wanted to take an opportunity to like dispel a stereotype. Mm -hmm. And so we would just leave little notes in the margins and we would take the time on those Sundays. And there were other days when we wrote and we would have those hard conversations. But when I read the thread collectors, I mean, there are a couple of scenes that stand out and I'm like, oh, okay, I remember writing that word. But for the most part, I can't really tell anymore like which words Allison came up with first or which words I came up with first. And I think that's a beautiful thing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That means it's uh, you guys' work. And, mm -hmm. you know, oftentimes, you know, I've, I've published up to, I think, 30, 40 books at this point. Each author's voice is unique, you know. So for you guys to accomplish what you did is just amazing so that your voices melt together. So, and I congratulate you on that. Um, I enjoyed it. So what were some of the challenge in co-authoring the story? You know, people love to ask us that. Um, and it's funny and I don't, I mean, 
there were definitely parts that were challenging for us to, okay. I, you know, definitely write. But as far as our friendship is concerned, because we were working in this format of like, nothing can be held back. If you don't feel something is right, or you don't feel comfortable, mm -hmm. we were, you know, Shauna always would say, we're going to have brave conversations. We're not going to be afraid to hold back and say how we feel. So um, I really think that worked well for, for us during this, that we felt that if there was, you know, as Shauna had mentioned, um, a scene that one of us saw maybe in a different way, you know, we would always have a conversation about it. Like, well, how do you see it? And why do you see it that way? And then we would go into the scene and try and create it. Um, I think there were definitely scenes where they were hard to write because we love mm -hmm. the characters so much, you know, and we didn't want to see these characters go through the pain that they had to go through or have the ending that they had. But we were, we, our intention right from the beginning was that we were going to go dark as well as we were going to show light. We wanted this to be an historically accurate, um, rendering of what living during the time of slavery was like. We wanted mm -hmm. to show that love and, and the desire to, to protect your family was going to triumph, you know, as much as it could during this, you know, the situation of what was happening historically in the setting. But um, it didn't make it easier to write those scenes when our characters um, went through tremendous pain and suffering. Right. That's awesome. Awesome. I will add that one thing that we spoke about a lot is it is a historical um, novel, and we wanted to be very careful about being factually accurate. Allison, this is her eighth published novel. She's she I, I would say old hand, but she is young and vibrant. She is a seasoned. <laughs> this. this is my first foray, so I was surprised about the amount of interesting historical facts that you want to bring to the reader, but you cannot because it's just gonna bog the story down. So we did spend a lot of time thinking about the the story craft itself and like, how do you bring in details when you want people to get swept up in the story? So for instance, our um, Jewish heroine, Lily, she is up in New York. And so we used her voice through letters to really give the reader a sense that there was, you know, racism and um, anti-Semitism happening in the North, because a lot of times we were taught in school a very reductive view of the Civil War. Mm -hmm. North is good, South is bad. And we wanted that nuance, but like you can't have everything with every character, all four of the voices like yelling. So Allison had this great idea. So Lily in the beginning, she's writing these letters down to Jacob and it's letting our readers know what life is like up North. And then in the latter part of the book, Lily roars to life. And it's those conversations that we had to have. We were like, oh my gosh, readers have to know about this because I can't believe that I didn't know about it. But how do you do it in a way where it's still an enjoyable book, right? All of us are on this um, this screen together tonight because we love to read and no one wants to be lectured that. So like that's a fine, that's a fine balance um, to strike. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I forgot my question. All right. I'm going to toss you over to Andrea while I think about the question that I was going to ask you. And I'll come back. She's just going to toss you over to me. So yes. <laughs> I think I'm going to pick up on what you were talking about because one of my notes had to do with how do you go about making a, a, a book like this historically accurate? Um, because what, what goes into, I'm always just in awe of people who do 
historical uh, novels, you know, from that period, a particular period in time and place. Um, how do you even go about getting that research together so that you know that it is historically accurate and you're not just putting something in there, you know, to make the story flow better? You know what I'm saying? But but it needs to be there so that you are accurately capturing what what is really going on with your characters. What what is where does all of that come from? You know what I mean? I know that that a lot of this had to do with conversations that you had with with an, another generation, uh, <laughs> what you gained from them and learned from them. But tell us a little bit about that, because that. That always kind of frightens me, you know. I don't. I don't want to be in a period and be talking about something that's just way, way off the mark, you know. So share some of that with us. Well, I think you know one of the the first seeds of inspiration for this novel was Ken Burns's documentary Death in the Civil War, which was on PBS. Right. So Sean and I had a conversation about that documentary, but actually, as far back as in. Um, 2017. So when we actually came together to um, write about this book, you know, to, you know, to dream about this book, you know, one of the things that we um, did is that we, we took note of who were the historians who were mentioned in that particular documentary. And there was a, um, a Black historian who, an, an academic, a professor at Columbia University that I know Shauna actually reached out to right away to say that we were thinking of, you know, writing this novel together. And did she have a suggestion of books that we might read? And what did she, you know, initially think about our idea for our book? And from that, you know, original syllabus, you know, I shouldn't say syllabus, but a list of books, we'd really tried to harvest, a, you know, a sense of setting and place from someone who is like a premier academic in her field. And I always do that with all my books. I always reach out to academics to sort of get guidance from the beginning of if they were going to suggest a way to enter this world so that we could really have a good understanding of it, what, you know, what would their dream book list be? But another thing I think is that is unique about this is that there, we had two people who were able to research and it really made it as efficient as possible. Okay. Um, you know, for me, you know, being um, very interested in the, in, in the Jewish angle, I reached out to a um, foundation called the Chappelle Manuscript Foundation that basically tries to archive as much information about every Jewish soldier who fought um, in the Civil War, both on the Confederate and Union side. They actually had a will um, from my great, great, great uncle who was um, you know, on the Confederate side where he basically disowned his, his brother who was on the Union side. So that was interesting. Oh, wow. And then Shauna can talk a lot about her research that she did down south. Absolutely. So my mother and other family members still live in New Orleans. And of course you always go and you pay uh, respects to the queen. So I would go home quite a bit. The historic New Orleans collection was fabulous. And I think maybe because it was the pandemic, people wanted something to do. There was a researcher there who was wonderful about pointing me um, to resources. Like I, I held letters from Civil War soldiers in my hands that were like stationed in Louisiana and were writing things back so we could like see what they were feeling, what they were reporting. And we also detail the Battle of Port Hudson in the Thread Collectors. For people who are not familiar with it, it's, um, it was a very important battle where Black soldiers were finally allowed to fight for their freedom because traditionally Black soldiers were used really for demeaning labor, manual labor. They weren't given rifles and allowed to fight. Um, mm -hmm. So they wanted to prove their mettle. 
But because of poor reconnaissance, the Black soldiers were essentially led into a shooting gallery and hundreds of them died. Um, and it was really a tragedy, not only their death, but the way they were treated after death because their bodies weren't collected right away. They laid there for weeks. Wow. I had never heard of Port Hudson, so I came across it in the research. Um, it's 90 minutes away from where I grew up. So I got into a car with my husband and we went to Port Hudson, you know, and we mm -hmm. spent the day with the ranger. We walked the grounds. I looked at the type of trees that were there. And also, I think the thing that I have learned in this first foray is there is a little bit of homage that you have to pay to the people that have gone before you when you are using mm -hmm. their stories. So these men that died there, a lot of their names have been lost to history. Mm -hmm. You don't want to just read about it. If you can, it's hard during the pandemic. You want to go to pay the appropriate amount of respect. Um, mm -hmm. So it was it was a blessing that I got to do that. That's great. That's great. I wanted to ask you too about about these sisters. Um, when you talk, both of you are kind of nodding, <laughs> shaking your heads. Um, did, since both of you uh, wrote from the the standpoint of kind of having this skeleton that you've been covered, um, how difficult was it to write The Three Sisters? Or did um, you find it difficult? So the sisters. Well, I think the three sisters really. Oh yeah. Oh well, yeah. So I I'm one of three sisters. Well, it's two, in our book, it's two sisters and their mother Janie. But because Janie has had them young, it's almost like three women who are relatively close in age. Um, the the reason why the sisters are in there is not only because I always think it's interesting to detail relationships between women, but because I wanted to explore the idea of colorism. It's something that has really impacted my life. It's something that's rampant in the South and unfortunately it's rampant across the United States. And we have our main black heroine, Stella, and she is half black, half white. And then we have her sister, Amine, who is fully black. And Amine is essentially a, an enslaved person in her enslaved sister's home. So like she's, you know, the, right. it's that level of kind of like difference of outcome and someone having more comfort, even though both of these women are going through um, horrible circumstances, but merely because of skin color is something that I mm -hmm. think we will see playing out. You know, these different fates that America provides according to your degree of white adjacency. And I wanted to talk about that, right? I wanted to acknowledge that and talk about it not only in that context, but explore how I have felt about it. If I put up my, you know, my family photo right now, my two sisters look way more like Ruth than they do look like me. And that has at times, not from them, but from other people has caused me pain. It mm -hmm. has made me reflect on our relationship, my place in our family. And it was something that I wanted to put on the page. Mm -hmm. uh, before I turn you over to, to Victoria, I do want to say that I commend you for the way that that was written. Um, because I know it is a it is it is not an easy topic to 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 talk about. Sometimes it's definitely not an easy topic to read about. Uh, and you could have done it in a way that um, 
the walk away, the takeaway wasn't quite uh, <laughs> as quite palatable, if I can put it that way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but but I like the way that you wrote it. You brought light to it uh, without burying it in a dark place. Uh, so I just I, I just thought that that was was very well done. I apologize for making Janie a, another sister. No, that's okay. <laughs> Janie is so young. She could be a sister. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that I, I just, I, I enjoyed that and enjoy the way Amine handled, handled the situation. Because I can't, I can't imagine, you know, to, to be as you put it, to be a slave in your enslaved sister's environment uh, that way. But there is such strength. Uh, there is such strength, uh, not just in their, uh, in their um, relationship, but throughout the book, throughout the book with Lillian, with her husband. And these are, these are different, difficult times from so many lenses. Uh, but but your characters are strong, and your characters mm -hmm. really uh, come through in in a very compassionate, empathetic way. I think, and I I really loved that. I really loved that about the book. So I'm going to turn you over to Victoria <laughs> and let her let her. Y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but first first of all, I, you know I have to say my iconic statement: get the book, get the book, yeah. listeners. And our viewers get this book. Could you guys show a copy of the book? Look, it's on audio too. Okay, now, now, that because of that, then you guys, our listeners and our followers, you know, we love this book <laughs> because we all have it and we could all show it. And I, when we went to the your book signing, we were so I was so impressed by the synergy between the two of you. Yeah. And um it, it reminded me of the three of us. We've we've written two two short stories. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have taken your voices together and produced a book that I couldn't tell where one begins and one ends. Mm -hmm. It is a beautiful story, and I, I am I am just in honor of to know you and to have read the book and to have been in your presence and, and to have you on the show to talk about it because the subject matter is, is still, still so relevant. And I thank you, I thank you for that. I thank you for having the courage to take it on and, and full speed ahead, you know, in, in, our own, in my own family, in immediate family. There, the issue of colorism has impacted my life as, as a child growing up. And I am just, I'm just, I love the book. And I just want everybody to get it. You got to get it. How has the book been received? You know, and we know it's, it's doing really well on Amazon. So go ahead, tell us, tell us. I mean, you know, we feel the book is just starting to be like this snowball, which is what you want to happen. You know, it starts out small, but then people like you start talking about it. And then another person starts telling about it. And so right from the beginning, I said to Shauna, we want these little fires to like the kindling to ignite all around the country and to get yeah. people talking about it. And, and that is what what's happening. I mean, the book came out August 30th. So it's not even like six months out. I'm very bad at math. So I'd probably have to do that on my fingers. <laughs> 
how long that is. But I think first, you know, Sean and I, we have taken on like so many um, opportunities to speak in different communities around the country, like where we met you um, in Durham. And mm -hmm. what we're hoping is that people will just start talking about it, bringing it to their book clubs, having conversations about it, you know, seeing what you know, is relevant in today's world, you know, the parallels between things that we've written about that are historical, they're yeah. still unfortunately very much in today's headlines and part of our, um, the fabric of the United States. Um, but, you know, we are just, we're just, we're hopeful it'll continue to build. You know, we would like to take it, make it into a series where then that was one of the reasons why it doesn't end all wrapped up in a bow is that Sean and I have this dream to take our characters into reconstruction and then possibly into the Harlem Renaissance. Oh, awesome. With their progeny, you know, you know, always ha having this talent of music that emerges, having this bridge between mm -hmm. the Kling family and, you know, Stella and William's family. And so, it's our dream that this continues to grow and becomes right. even bigger. But um, we're just trying to just keep our intention pure and hope that, you know, readers follow and just, you know, to stick to our guns, right, Shauna? And just, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and I don't mean for it to sound political at all, but we're in a time period where it's important to read for enjoyment. I love to read, but part yes. of, we also have to read for resistance right now. Yes. Because there's such um, such a fear about speaking the truth. So mm -hmm. if people look at this book and they feel like they've learned something really important and they've enjoyed the story, then that's been you know a double win for us. I do think it's right. important to keep pushing books that uh, don't allow us to turn away from things that happened. Not to make exactly. anyone feel badly about it, but it's it's history. It's real, and it's yeah. still, okay. as you mentioned, very relevant to what happens today. Right, right, right. Well, I definitely see that in your guys' book. Tell our listeners and our viewers where they could find, no, no, before that, before that, Shauna, this was your first novel, correct? Yes. Do you have anything in the works that's just you? So I have two ideas. One is a nonfiction idea mm -hmm. wearing like another hat, but then, um, you know, it's interesting when you start talking to your family, little stories, they mm -hmm. pop up. There's another one that I have in my mind that I've started doing some very light research. But once mm -hmm. again, ladies, I have a day job. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We, we understand. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband just got on my health insurance. So I do have to keep the day job, but I am, <laughs> I am <laughs> working on the side. <laughs> Awesome. That's great. Yes, I'm. I may be too blunt. I'm sure Allison's like, yeah. no, all your business. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a job because you know we get a dollar a book, so you know it's, it's like hard. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, you ladies know you don't you don't write to become a millionaire. You write because no. you love the work. Absolutely, absolutely. Love to, to make stories, right? Well, my other question then is to Allison: How's it going on the um the what was the name of the book um that is going awesome. to be moving? So, well, yes, yes. How is it going? So um, <laughs> we have a director. We have a wonderful Hungarian director who just got political amnesty in um, America. He actually had to flee Hungary because of anti-Semitism. So oh, wow. uh, and his father and his grandfather survived Dachau. So he has a real deep connection to it, to the material. Yeah. Um, he's living in Washington, D.C. right now, and um, he's finishing up a play um, that is 
um, Tony Kushner's Angels in America. So it should be a brilliant, wonderful play that he's doing down in DC. And then hopefully we'll be focusing on, um, you know, The Lost Wife. And, you know, one of the things about getting a, a movie from book to film, which I am learning, is that there's so many moving pieces that have to come together mm -hmm. to get it once the camera starts rolling. I mean, the process of getting a book adapted to film first starts off with, you know, just a regular film option when someone, you know, producers mm -hmm. or a studio reaches at you and says, this would make a great movie. Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't mean really very much, except that they're going to write you a, you know, a, you know, a, a check saying they think it'll it, it will be a good movie, but it's not an enormous check. It's just a sense like this has potential, and then okay. it goes into something called development, which is when they start really putting money behind it and they make a script, and then they try and find a director. So we have a script and we have a director, um, but we then need to get it into production, which means like when, you know, tens of millions can be involved with that <laughs> and right. getting right. around. So there's step then to getting to that. I'm in the middle step right now. Okay. Um, and I'm further than an option, but uh, I'm just trying to let the other people do their work with, you know, the producers mm -hmm. and the director and the casting director and, and see if it'll all come together. And then the process, I mean, while they're doing that, um, I'm working on a new book. Sean and I are working on another, you know, project, you know, that we hope that'll, you know, come to life. And just trying to have a creative life and be a mom too. <laughs> right, right, right. There's that. Yes, yes. And be, and be grateful to be able to have a creative life. It's as you, you know, women know it's it's not easy, mm -hmm. you know, you're having a passion like this and trying to find support of something that you love, hoping people right. will follow, right? So oh, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Oh, you guys are so wonderful. Please tell our listeners and viewers how they can get in touch with you and where can they find the book. Ah, just, just, just enlighten us. Um, well, the book should be available probably at any, um, you know, major mm -hmm. online seller, your independent bookstore, Barnes and Noble. Um, if it's out of stock, please ask your local bookstore um, seller to, to order it because um, it will come in just a day or two. <laughs> uh, and I can be find, uh, found on, you know, Facebook, uh, Allison Richmond author. Um, we have a website, thethreadcollectors.com, where you can find out more information about the book, um, book club questions. We even have Stella's Waltz on the landing page of our website. Um, and at for me, Instagram at Allison Richmond. And for right. me, Facebook, um, Shauna J. Edwards. And then Instagram, um, Shauna J. Edwards. <laughs> I will also say that in addition to being in hardcover, paperback. We also have, you know, um, an audible version and we have a wonderful, wonderful narrator. She's a woman of color. And then we also have, of course, we have an e-reader version. Mm -hmm. So like, there is no excuse. Your and there's a large, large we can get version. We have large print. Your preferred option is out there. <laughs> my mother like, I was like, you have no excuse. My mom's name is Stella too. I was like, Stella, you have no excuse. I think you're <laughs> I sent you a hardback. I sent you the offer. <laughs> Get the book. Get the book. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Shauna and Allison, this mm -hmm. has been a joy for us. 
Uh, we're so happy uh, that your schedules allowed you to be here. I know it was a push for you, Allison. When I saw you pop up down there, I thought, oh, wonderful, wonderful. We do have both oh, of them. So I, I thank you uh, just on behalf of, of Authors Up and mm -hmm. our listeners and, and those folks who are in other countries who catch our broadcast. Just, just you know, my our best wishes uh, to yeah. you. We are... Uh, believing that this is going to be everything that you desire it to be. Yes. That this will be a dream that's realized because there are many, many, like you say, you've provided many avenues for us to be able to enjoy it. And I think there are just as many, if not more, uh, avenues out there for this to just build and grow and become whatever you desire it to become because there's, there's so much packed in it. There's so much packed in the characters. There's so much packed in their individual stories. Um, I, I look forward to seeing how you will break it out and that it will become a, a series. You know, yes. I, I want to have, you know, see, see, I'm going to have her own story. I, I, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, see more about Jacob or more, you know, just whatever it is that, that you want to bring to us because you are definitely, um, experts at it. <laughs> we'll just put it that way. You have really found a way to collaborate. You really found a way to bring history to us and also bring us a story about some wonderful, wonderful characters. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for being with us tonight. And as Victoria says, get the book, guys. <laughs> book. You got to read it, got to hear it, got to do whatever you got to do uh, to understand this story because it really, really is a good one. It's really yes. a good one. Uh, Ruthie, you have a final comment. I know that you do. Of course. Well, we just want to thank all our audiences for listening or watching. Um, if you have any comments, any questions, you're curious about how to come on our show, please email us at authorsup at gmail.com and follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. You can follow us. Just search for Authors Up Show. That's it. All right. We've covered all of our bases tonight. I certainly think we have. And and this won't be the last time we hear from you, I don't think. Because yeah. it sounds like you've got some great things in the works. And when you complete them, when you're in the midst of them, when you're at any place in that journey that you would like to come back on and share with us, the invitation is open to you. Yeah. It's been a pleasure for us. And again, Shauna and Allison, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of Authors Up this evening. Okay, guys, that is it for us. We're going to try to stay out of trouble all week long so that we can come back with you next Sunday night at 7 p.m. right here. We're going to do it. That's right. <laughs> and again, as, as Ruth said, you need anything from us, contact us at authorsup at gmail.com. Until next time, have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Seven. Good night, everybody. Good night, Frost Girls. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.